On May 21st, Australia will decide who will lead the federal government for the next four years. The incumbent Liberal National Coalition government of Scott Morrison seeks to improve on a three-seat majority from the last election as it faces a concerted challenge from former Deputy Prime Minister Anthony Albanese of the Australian Labor Party. To understand what regular Australians felt about the election, R1 News reporter Scott Favell spoke to Australians both resident and in New Zealand about what issues the public were facing and what concerned them most. University of Otago Associate Professor Vicky Spencer felt that both the standard of living and state of climate change in Australia are concerning Australians as they go to the polls. For Australians, I think the cost of living is a major issue at the moment going into this election. The increased interest rates and um, rents are just getting really, really expensive and there's a housing shortage. Probably not as bad as here, but it's certainly a a new factor in Australia, the one is really concerning. Petrol prices are increasing everywhere. So I think that's one of the major issues. The second issue, which is my, the issue I'm most concerned about, is the environment. And I know that's also a concern for about 29% of the voters. So, um, I mean, our global reputation is extremely poor in terms of trying to tackle climate change. So that's certainly an issue, but also um, particularly I think the floods at the moment in Queensland and um, the previous bushfires and the fact that Scott Morrison did not deal with those particularly well. Um, But we've also got mammal extinction going on in terms of our wildlife. It's just massive losses and nothing's really being done by that. And the coalition also um, decreased funding in that area. Brisbane-based surgeon Dr Liam Veerboom also felt that the blunders of the Morrison government had raised great concerns in the Australian psyche about corruption and honesty. I think it's been an interesting period for Australia in the last government because there have been a number of issues that are probably notable for the government's failings. Um, And it's the memory of those uh, that are probably most important, particularly being mismanagement of COVID-19 and mismanagement of um, the vaccination schedule. Um, that said, the, the current election campaign isn't really focusing at all on, uh, on the past. Both parties are fairly pragmatic in looking to, to future policies. Um, and uh, I think that the key issues, uh, one is integrity, um, so anti-corruption measures that were promised to be installed by Morrison in uh, this most recent uh, parliament, uh, but were shelved. Um, and the opposition, uh, the Labor Party, have pledged to bring in a genuine anti-corruption commission. Uh, so I think that's a key issue. It's an issue to at least, if you look at the um, what's being reported in the news, three-quarters of Australians consider that significant. The key, the key thing for me is uh, is government integrity. I think that there has been a significant erosion of trust in politicians, um, which unfortunately has been aided significantly by uh, biased reporting um, in our media, uh, or not, if, if not by not directly biased, um, just very unbalanced or sensationalised approach. Um, I think that it's really important that 
politicians are trusted to spend money in a meritorious fashion, not in a way that is designed to um, return them to power. And I think that's, for me, the number one. Both Veerboom and Spencer mentioned that both sides of the political aisle in Australia were proposing policy to tackle so-called constant issues. I think that, other than that, uh, generally the cost of living is a significant issue and one that's tackled in different ways by each of the major parties. And then there are a number of what are not being pushed by the major parties but are constant issues, and that is um, action for climate change. Um, and a tension between collective rights and individual rights that really came to the fore during um, the COVID-19 issues. Labor has just come out to say that they would accept the minimum wage going up 5.1%, which is just just broken today, I think, and that's causing significant debate at the moment because of the concern about what that would do to actually inflation. So I personally, um, I don't think that it's being particularly tackled, but a lot of these issues are the result of international factors like the petrol prices that you can't really do a great deal about. Labor does have a policy to start um, reintroducing government-funded housing, um, partly funded, So that's actually um, a significant change because we've just seen since the 80s really decreased funding in in state housing. So so that's actually an innovative policy. The Liberals just want people to rely on themselves as per usual. So I'm I'm not convinced that the Liberal Party is doing, tackling this issue a great, a great deal. But also, as I said, a lot of it's out of their hands, so they can come up with some policies that might look good but don't necessarily achieve what they want. For University of Otago student Hayden Rees, medicine and healthcare were an issue close to home, a sentiment that Veerboom and Spencer shared. When I was talking to my parents about this, when I brought this up um, about surrounding, this is my first election, surrounding the um, topical issues, uh, the first thing they brought up was um, the payments for ambulance particularly comparing it to New Zealand life. Um, over here, I believe you guys have to, if you call for it, it's much cheaper as it is over in Australia. One thing towards both the Coalition and the Labor Party is the pharmaceutical benefits sa- scheme safety net. They're both trying to decrease the um, waiting period um, where you can get where you can apply for a discount in your prescription fees, which is will both benefit um, not only all Australians, but... Um, uh, lots of my family members as well, which would be good. I I think that both parties are trying to demonstrate uh, some kind of uh, willingness to address um, uh, healthcare costs for the general public. Um, the Labor Party is generally, as the party that introduced Medicare in Australia, they also have, along with uh, ad- addressing the pharmaceutical benefits they wish to push more of the public healthcare model rather than a private healthcare model. And the cynic in me suggests that um, the Morrison government wants to be able to match uh, the Labor Party in terms of uh, a pharmaceutical benefit, but they don't want to do so. They don't want to um, 
uh, upset the balance of private healthcare models who would be their uh, usual election base. Another one I would say would be aged care, which is a growing concern with the ageing population in Australia, but really came to the forefront because of COVID and how obvious it is that it's underfunded and that people are really don't have proper wages and so they're working across a number of different aged cares um, facilities. And that's also a general issue, the fact that people don't have permanent full-time work. While a hot-button issue for the Liberals, China does not appear to be a primary concern of many Australians, despite the recent announcement regarding a defence pact between China and the Solomon Islands. It's an interesting question because I think that a number of people are growingly concerned about the influence of China and I'm not sure if the everyday Australian, if it, if it factors into the way that the everyday Australian, um, you know, considers their man- managing their household work and budget and general day-to-day issues. But it's it's true that Australia is caught between a significant tension of uh, selling or trading with China substantially uh, but also wanting to limit um, their political power uh, or overreach into Australian territory. So I I think the average Australian would want to see um, Australia being tough to China in terms of um, political interference, but they wouldn't want to see a change in uh, our our economy substantially, and that's uh, that's a definite tension. I think it might be a small issue in terms of what's happened with the Solomon Islands. Um, so that's in people's consciousness, but I don't think it's the general major concern for most people living day to day. It you know it is for policymakers, it is for academics, but I don't think it's the general concern of most people. As a first-time voter. Hayden expressed considerable trepidation about the prospects of voting in a heavily politicised country. Yes, uh, I, absolutely. Particularly growing up in the school, that's actually something I can tell you. Like growing up in school, everyone would talk about it, and if you'd say something about like, oh, say you, say you didn't know much about a certain party, like Labour or Liberals or the Greens, then um, you would be ridiculed. You'd be um, if you knew too much about them, or if you like. Uh, we were trying to justify their moral grounds behind why they're going to uh, run for it, uh, then, yeah, you'd just be put to the ground by the other side, the opposition and everything like that. The latest Roy Morgan poll shows the ALP leading the coalition by nine points.